Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Our podcast is brought to you by Mouse World Travel. Imagine going on the most stress-free, well-planned Disney vacation of your life. Now imagine you didn't pay anything extra for that personalized service. That's what you'll get when you use an authorized travel planner from Mouse World Travel to book your next Disney vacation. From resorts to cruises and everything in between, they are here to help you get the most out of your next family trip. Just go to mouseworldtravel.com, fill out a short request form, and make sure you mention our code ROPEDROP so they know that we sent you. And I'm Katie. And you are listening to Rope Drop and Park Hop. And we are back in real time. I know it feels weird. It feels like we haven't been here for a while, but we've been in your radio on yeah. Friday still, yeah. right, guys? And our episode <laughs> last week was just kind of a hot mess. Yeah. The whole intro and the yeah. whole, <laughs> it was an afterthought in case so, you couldn't tell. Yeah. Thank you for sticking with us. <laughs> we will get the hang of this. We probably lost half of our listeners. <laughs> they were like, what is this second rate production? I hope not. <laughs> but thanks but for being with us, guys. We appreciate it, guys. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for overlooking our shortcomings. Yes. Okay. Let's read a review. Speaking of shortcomings and overlooking them. This one is from Lorac5, which is not the Lorax. Nope. Not, he does not speak for the trees. But it's makeup. He speaks for our podcast, though. He, he or she, she speaks for our <laughs> podcast. Or they. With a lovely mascara. I don't know. <laughs> okay. An absolute delight. I love this podcast. It's like listening to your two best friends share their Disney trips. I highly recommend it. That's actually a very timely review for today because we're going to be talking about my Disney trip. That's right. So that's a good review for today. So thank you, Lorac5. We yes, appreciate thank it. thank you. And then let's start with some news. Okay. We missed last week of news. So right. we got a little bit of news this week. This Just is probably going to be a long episode. So those of you who beg us for longer episodes. Here it is. Here you go, guys. Buckle in. All right. So a few things refurbishment-wise around the park. The treehouse, you guys know, has been under refurbishment for quite a while. And it seems they're slowly removing the whole thing. <laughs> Just chipping away at Just it. Just chipping away. No, it's, I mean, it's technically supposed to be refurbed and the rumor is that it will be changed into some other theme but they have completely removed the section that is in the walkway and now they are starting to remove the section that is on the side of the walkway Mm -hmm. so (laughs) we will see what happens with that or how long it takes and you know there's all kinds of rumors and gossip about what it's being rethemed as Mm -hmm. we've already kind of given our opinions on that but I'm curious to see what they're doing with it right it's it's tightly shrouded in tarp. Yeah, interesting. And you can't see into it at all. Basically, all from Tarzan's treehouse all the way to the Haunted Mansion seems like it's shrouded in tarp and walls right now. That is correct. Yeah, it is. There's lots and lots of construction. So if you're going mm-hmm. in the near future, plan on that. It doesn't really affect 
I mean, it affects flow of traffic. Sure. But things are still open. So Pieces of Eight mm-hmm. is behind a wall, but it's open. Uh, Port Royal Curios and Curiosities is still open, again, behind a wall. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite gift shops in Disneyland. That's a, I just love that area so much. It's great. Without the walls. <laughs> right. <laughs> the beignets are still there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I need to write that in my notes because I did try the beignets while I was there, the banana ones, and I will report. She wants to talk about them. Yep, I have notes, and I want to remember everything. And then speaking of that area, Pirates at the Caribbean now has an official opening date. It does. It could change, but for now, Disney is officially reporting that we'll be open on July 1st. July 1st. July 1st. It's yep. coming back. And man, am I excited. <laughs> Me too. I shared a reel on our Instagram last night, and then I also asked what people thought about if Jack Sparrow is being removed. Have we t- we've talked about this a, a little, little bit. A little bit, yes. I say no. I think oh, no. I have. Yeah. I think they would have announced if they were removing him. I think they would have announced it. And also, while we were there last weekend, he was very out and about. He was very present. Mm-hmm. Mr. In Jack Sparrow. Yep. And we saw him several times. And so I think that if they were removing him from the ride, they would also maybe... Yeah, I mean, they made a big deal out of the Pirate Red refurb right you know right. ahead of time so that people would be prepared for it so i don't think that they would pull pull a fast one on us and take him out i don't think so either and i think that what's happening right now with johnny depp in the media i don't think it has an impact on the attraction i don't think i wouldn't think so either and so. also it seems like they're kind of coming around i've heard some rumors that he may be coming back for pirates of the caribbean after he said all. not for 300 million dollars or a million alpacas <laughs> so we'll see what happens Maybe i mean they have a million and one alpacas yeah right 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 what would you do with a million alpacas? <laughs> that's a lot of spit <laughs> and this is not park related but they did announce that a possible replacement for him in the pirates of the caribbean yes would be oh and margot Mar- robbie. Mar- robbie that's and right they, i think they said that she's set to be on it okay and so, I don't know. We'll see. And yeah. I like her. She's not Jack Sparrow. No. Let us know what you think. We'll, we'll post a post yeah. in Instagram. Let us know what you think about that as a replacement. Yeah. What else, refurb-wise? Oh, Nemo. Has water. Has water. Yeah. So, it's coming back. And it's very bright. Yeah, like it is. They did, they did really, repaint. Mm-hmm. It looks lovely. <laughs> I think so, too. I'm actually excited for this one to come back. It's not my favorite favorite. But I like the ambiance of it right there. Mm-mm. Couldn't care. Uh, no. Couldn't care. <laughs> It'll be nice to not have those big walls up yes. to see it from a distance. Yes. I don't need to write it. So funny, we guested on another podcast a couple weeks ago called The Hub Crawl. So go listen to that episode. It was great. We had a lot of fun doing that one. And um, we talked about <laughs> that there were rumors, you know, if they drained the, the submarine if, or if they got rid of it, that the Matterhorn would sink. Which I've never heard that. I had heard it before, but I didn't well, take it seriously. I don't know. <laughs> Structurally, I don't know. Because it seemed like a joke everybody was in on. Right. And I was like, Aaron hasn't heard of this. No. Why? Anyway, Nemo's been drained for how long? A year? A hundred years. <laughs> and the Matterhorn is still standing. and still as rickety Which, as ever. <laughs> maybe that's why it's so rickety. That's why maybe. the left side is so rough. The left side is sinking. Oh. And it's off. I don't understand there why it draining is. water would sink something, <laughs> but okay. In that um, episode, we also talked about, you know, things that we would change about Tomorrowland mm-hmm. and things that could go. Mm-hmm. And that might be one of the things that we would be okay with going. Mm-hmm. But while it's there, I'm going to enjoy it. It's cute. Mm-hmm. It's super tight. We've talked about this in our attractions yeah. episode. It's just a really tight ride, and you have to really love your neighbor. And, mm-hmm. I mean, some of your neighbors have B.O., and... <laughs> 
some of your neighbors are I if I was your neighbor I'm a big girl and I'm gonna squish into you a little bit I don't know I just it's not my favorite it's fine okay uh, what else? Oh, we have some vague dates, some vague non-dates. Yeah. <laughs> from Disney. Yeah. Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique will be opening sometime later this year. Yeah. Is what they said. Uh-huh. Later this year. We have no dates for Oogie Boogie yet, but it is coming back. Yes. And what else? Red Trolley Car. Red Trolley Car is coming back this summer. And apparently they tried to figure out, I don't, I was reading a little bit about this. They tried to figure out a way to put the electrical charging in the ground. And so they did. Oh. I don't know if that's true. I just saw something, but that doesn't really make sense to me. Instead Maybe. of having the overhead ones? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. And also I think that there's this dilemma of it used to be parked like next to Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. which is now Avengers Campus, mm-hmm. and you know how they like to keep their theming separate. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I'm curious to see how they run this. Yeah, how they have the red trolley car come back. But we'll I'm keep excited an eye for on it. That. Me too. And then we have an inside scoop. Again, no dates, but we also did hear that some of the tours are going to be trickling back in. So like Walk and Waltz Disneyland footsteps. Maybe the full circle tour on the train. Some of the extra additional paid tours, which we'll have an episode on those sometime when we know that they're coming back. We'll talk about them. Yeah. But they have these tours that you can pay additional to do with a plaid and a group of people. And those should be coming back sometime soon is what I heard. Awesome. Yeah. Over in DCA. Mirabelle is back in DCA. So she's no longer meeting over at the Rancho del Zocolo restaurant. She is over by Paradise Garden Grill, which Paradise Garden Grill is now a family barbecue feast. Paradise Garden Grill (laughs) has identity problems. It sure does. It's Greek, and then it's barbecue. And it's Mexican at Christmas time. (laughs) It changes so much. It does. And it's... So random. Yes, but I actually do love this menu, and mm-hmm. I've heard some really good feedback on it. Mm-hmm. And it's reminiscent of one of my favorite spots in the parks that is no longer there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a fun throwback, nostalgic. Yeah. So if, if you ever ate at Big Thunder Ranch Barbecue near Big Thunder Mountain, mm-hmm. back before they took it out to expand into Galaxy's Edge, right? It was an all-you-can-eat barbecue place, and it was really good. It was good, we and it was there. a good bang for your buck too. Totally. Mm-hmm. And we ate there. I think like the month they closed. We oh yeah. They're really close yeah. to when they closed up, and uh, yeah, totally good. And I think it's a similar menu over at Paradise Garden now. It appears that way. Yes, and you know, it's just. It's nice to have a family-style meal every once in a while. Like I said, it's good bang for your buck, and barbecue is usually pretty tasty. And that's one thing that Walt Disney World has a leg up on for Disneyland is family-style dining. We don't have a lot of it at Disneyland. Nope. And We have the $100 sandwich at Pim's Test Kitchen. That's about it. So weird. <laughs> the, pin, the Pimini. Uh-huh. I, I wish that they would do more I don't know I wish and and really honestly I see this menu pop up for Paradise Garden and I think it's temporary it's not going to be there very long right I'm hopeful it sticks around yeah well those of you that are going go eat there and let them know that it's it's wanted we went in there a couple times this last trip Mm -hmm. Uh, that's one of the places that you can go fill your water bottle very easily they have the uh, coke machines and the ice out in the open and Mm -hmm. you're free to go in and do that and so we went in there and filled our water bottles a couple different times and they actually have like really good looking salads and Mm -hmm. they've got some stuff in there that look that looks really good in that whole area there's that boardwalk pizza back there and i think it's overlooked a lot yeah and there's plenty of seating outside too 
In the shade. In the shade. And with entertainment. Uh-huh. Entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's a great little spot. I agree. We love and hanging out back there. And I never go there. <laughs> I need to go more often. And there's a bathroom. And there's a bathroom. So it's great. check it out. And I think that's it. I think that's it for news. Except for oh, yeah. big news. Our big news. First, let's say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for following us on Instagram because we hit a big milestone this last week. We hit a thousand followers, We're guys. So excited. Woo! It happened. It Yay. happened while I was at Disneyland. And so we will be doing a giveaway. Katie, me, is headed to Disneyland this weekend. Weird. <laughs> She was just there. I was not. It was a month ago. Aaron was just there. Anyways, we will be doing a giveaway. I will be doing a giveaway live from the parks. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Go follow us on Instagram at ropedrop.parkhop and follow along. And maybe we can do some sort of like 24-hour quick turnaround. Yes. It'll be a quick one. Mm -hmm. Yes. So pay attention. If you're not following us, please do at ropedrop.parkhop. Yeah. And yeah, and you can follow along with my trip too because I've got some new things I'm going to be trying this weekend. Yes, it'll be fun. She's going to be doing the Skyline Lounge, and I'm so excited to see how you like it. Yeah, me and too. All the things. Yes, fireworks. and Star Wars night. Yeah, Star Wars mm-hmm. night. Fireworks were canceled when I was there. Oh. Well, no. Let's. Should we just dive right into my trip? Sure. Let's go for it. Okay. So we flew in Saturday. We flew into Orange County Airport code SNA. Go back to episode two, if you want to learn a little bit about the airports. It's our second choice. For our favorite airport in the area. I like it. It's a great little airport. It's a little bit bigger than Long Beach. Mm-hmm. And everything takes a little bit more time and is a little bit more confusing. Sure. But it's... I have never flown into LAX, but I'm pretty sure this is not LAX, right? <laughs> No, it is not LAX. Anyway, it was a great airport. And we wanted to go to the beach right away. And that was just the best flight time for us to have things to do that we wanted to do. So... Yeah, every once in a while, SNA is a better option than Long Beach. Very rarely. Right. I, I, still, <laughs> I still prefer Long Beach. Yes, but Santa Ana is great also. Yes. And so we flew in Orange County, went to Newport Beach for the afternoon. Do you know what we saw in the water? A whale. No. Oh. A dolphin. No. A uh, turtle. Nope. <laughs> I'm done guessing. Rays. Oh, fun. And in the shallow area. Nice. So we were up on the pier just kind of looking down, and we saw, like, a little two or three little rays swimming around. How sweet. Yes, they were so cute. And we thought, and then they would flop mm-hmm. and push the sand up around mm-hmm. them and lay there for a little while. And we could still see them because we knew where they were, but somebody, I'm surprised nobody stepped on yeah. one. Yeah. Well, that's fun. I don't know that I knew there were rays I around didn't. the beach there. I didn't. And it could be that I'm wrong. It mm-hmm. could be that it's something else that has that same shape, but it's that ray shape. Anyway, yeah, I don't think, yeah. I don't know. There's anything else that looks like that. Um, I know, a, <laughs> I follow a teacher of mine from high school on Facebook, and her husband, they live in Florida part of the year, and her husband was fishing for something, and apparently it's very delicious, and it looks like a ray. Oh, but interesting. But they called it something else. It huh. started with an S. I can't remember. If you know what it is, let me know. But <laughs> anyway, so there are other things that have that similar shape. Uh-huh. Maybe they're in the Ray family. I don't know. But we saw Rays. They were cute. That's very cool. They well, were so little. We're not marine biologists. We never claim to be. But maybe I love fishies. I or do. looking at them. I do, too. <laughs> maybe not swimming with them. I, it weirds me out. Yeah, a little bit. You get over it. I don't know. I like snorkeling. I do not. I like being around coral reefs. I do not. It makes me feel very claustrophobic. (laughs) So in case you're listening now, (laughs) 
which one of us has anxiety? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Okay. Okay. So you so went to the beach. Went to the beach. Just walked around for a little bit for mm-hmm. a little while. Met some people. Talked to some people. And just had a great day in the sunshine. And it was beautiful. It was supposed to be. If you heard the episode a couple of weeks ago, I was lamenting on the weather and how hot it was supposed to be. It actually ended up being pretty decent. Good. And so it was just a good day. We ate at Mendocino Farms. Have you ever eaten it? I have not. So you should try it okay. sometime. It's obviously not a Disney thing, but it's a Southern California thing, mm-hmm. and it was great. Yummy. Awesome. Super yummy. We'll Fresh. have Yeah, we'll have a whole episode sometime on things you can do outside the parks that yes. we... You know, we don't recommend spending much time outside of Disneyland, but if you do, we'll have some great tips for you. As we were sitting at the <laughs> beach and wandering around, I just kept thinking to myself, we, we need to get going. We need to get going to Disney. We need to go to downtown Disney. It's so, so hard to be in Southern California and not, and not be, be at the resort. I agree. <laughs> so we did go to, we went and checked into the hotel. We stayed at the Hojo Anaheim. We took over their Instagram account on Monday. So good. Yes, it was so much fun. Yeah. And we love the Hojo. Mm-hmm, and we do. And if you are planning a trip anytime soon, reach out to us. We have a code. Yep. We can save you, you a little money. Yes. So we just love it and we highly recommend it and we stayed in building one this time which anytime we've gone before we've stayed in building two okay I liked building one good to know we had the Matterhorn right outside our window oh that's so nice mm-hmm. oh yeah you had an amazing view yeah yeah. Go, view. go to our Instagram was it in stories though I think it's a reel okay I think I shared a reel okay and you can yeah, see yeah go check it out and see the view from building one yeah. Hojo it, it was, was awesome. awesome and it was a little bit quicker walk and um, a little bit we didn't see fireworks from there but I imagine it's a little bit better view of the fireworks than at building two sure so building two is kind of nestled in some trees mm-hmm. and so we really liked building one great and then downtown Disney that night I ate at a new place Tell us about your new place. The Tortilla Joe's Taqueria. Have okay. you eaten there? I have. It's been a while, though. Okay. So tell me about it. So is this, the, this is the sit-down restaurant or the to-go? The to-go. Okay. So we went to the little to-go counter mm-hmm. because we couldn't decide what we wanted. And I will tell you guys, we miss Earl of Sandwich, right? Because yeah. one of the things that we loved about Earl of Sandwich was it was quick, easy, and inexpensive. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel the same way about this place. We They have like maybe four different things you can choose from. Okay. So like tacos, a bowl. Um, like a burrito bowl. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember what the other things are. But anyway, it was $10, $11, okay. $9 in that range mm-hmm. for your thing. And so Brandy, I don't remember what I got. I think I got a bowl. But Brandy got tacos. And mm-hmm. so they got her two little taco shells, uh, soft taco shells. And it was like a cup of meat in each one. It was quite wow. a bit of meat in each one. And I think it was $9 for okay. that. So, so good value. Excellent value. That would easily feed two kids, okay. I think. If you are going with your family. And so I really liked it. Not, okay. it was, the food wasn't spectacular. Sure. It was fine. And really good bang for your buck. Okay. So just a note of good that. Good to know. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's relatively inexpensive for on resort. Right. For sure. Right. Totally. And so, yeah, we were pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. And free water. You can go in and refill it as many times as you want. How about seating around there? Plenty of seating. Plenty of seating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good to know. And that night, fireworks did go off. So we did see some fireworks from a distance. Uh, the next night, it was too windy mm. and they didn't happen for us. So, Okay. So our Sunday, we rope dropped Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. They were brave. We were brave. And <clears throat> if you've listened to our planning episodes we kind of say don't do this right and this was kind of a last minute let's give it a try Mm -hmm. thing and so we were there for rope drop if you know the area you know that you line up at the frontier land rope 
and you head into Frontierland, take a right at Big Thunder Mountain, take a left into Galaxy's Edge, and find your way to Rise of the Resistance from that direction. We were not right at the rope, so we were back kind of by the popcorn stand. Okay. So we were on the center of the hub. We were quite a ways back. Sure. And I kind of kept vacillating. I was like, let's just go to Big Thunder Mountain. And Brandy hadn't been since Galaxy's Edge opened. And so that was an important thing for her. And I said, you know what? Fine. Let's just let's just play it by ear. Let's let the rope drop and let's start going and let the Disney winds take you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And we just decided to go for it. And so we ended up waiting 17 minutes. That's amazing. It was awesome. Yes. We were lucky because the ride did not break down, uh-huh. and it was open available at Rope Drop, which sometimes it isn't. Right. And we walked real fast, real fast. And we were just with the crowd, and I mean, you kind of bob and weave a little bit. There mm-hmm. are people who don't walk as quickly, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, they end up a little further back in the line because you can pass them. Right. But nobody was running. Mm-hmm which they recommend you don't run. Mm-hmm. And it was great. And we were in in 17 minutes. And we met this cute little family. I don't know. We gave them our card. Hopefully they're listening. Hi, guys. <laughs> it was two moms, Linda and Jane. Okay. And their daughters who are in their 20s. And that was Elizabeth and Kenzie, I think. I hope that's right. And they live in Minnesota. And they used to do yearly trips to Disneyland before the closure. And this was their first time back. And so they had kind of run to Rise of the Resistance, too. Awesome. And we got to ride with them. And they loved it. That's one of my favorite things is to experience something with someone who's a first timer. Yes. Yeah. So that's exciting. And you know, now that I'm sitting here talking about it, I kind of forgot that it was Brandy's first time. I was more excited about <laughs> these other people and I should have been like, we talked about it after. Poor Brandy. But I know. I'm sorry, Brandy. No, we talked about it. Okay, good. She liked it. But we were really excited to experience it with these guys yeah. too and have it be their first time. That's anyway, fun. it was awesome. 17 minutes. It worked really well. Yeah. I still don't recommend it. Right. So part of the reason we don't (laughs) recommend it is because of those reasons that she listed earlier. A lot of times it's not ready to go right at park opening. So they don't have it up and running. So you may wait longer. Sometimes it breaks down right at park opening. And sometimes you are far enough back that the line has built up to a wait that's not worth it. Because that first hour after rope drop is valuable time to get on other rides. And that was our big debate is like we talked about the things we could do and because we got on it so quickly we were still able to within that first hour we were able to still ride Haunted Mansion Indiana Jones and Jungle Cruise by 9 o'clock. I will say this some places some Instagram accounts that you might follow are going to tell you to line up at the Adventureland rope and go that way. Don't do it. I think don't do it. I think if you're at the very, 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 very front, like if you're able to touch the rope, mm-hmm. go for it. You might be okay. Right. If not, we saw so many people coming from that direction who had to just pass us in the opposite direction to find the end of the line. Right. Because the line feeds from the Frontierland direction, and so and it's constantly being fed mm-hmm. from that direction. And so if you're coming from the opposite direction, I'm doing hand motions. Yes. You can't see that, but if you're coming from the opposite direction, <laughs> that line's going to build up the opposite way of where you're, you're coming. Walking, exactly. Yeah. And yes. I saw a lot of people getting really frustrated right. because they couldn't get to the end of the line because it was... And you're not zippering in. you got to go to the end, right? right? And when we were there, the cast members were not allowing people to line up at Adventureland, or at least they were, you know, announcing, if you're going to Rise of the Resistance, do not line up at Adventureland. Go to the Frontierland rope drop. So that's our recommendation for that. If you're going to try it, good luck. Yes. (laughs) And then I finally tried the breakfast Ronto wrap. Yes. It's so good. I prefer the regular. Yeah, for sure. 
but it was okay. There aren't many breakfast options. Right. Did you also try the breakfast chimichanga? I did. Did, you, did I see that? Yeah. I have not tried that one yet. I, th- I preferred that. Okay, good over to know. The other, um, I was expecting it to be a little bit crunchier. Okay, and it wasn't super crunchy. Okay. It was a little bit flimsy. Okay, but it was good okay. and it was hearty. Awesome. So that one of our recommendations, if you're going to rope drop rise and the wait is a little bit longer, go have someone grab. A chimichanga or a ronto wrap. Yeah. You can mobile order the ronto wrap. And then as you get close, you can just push that you're there, send one person from your party in to grab it, and then have them come meet you in the line and eat Mm -hmm. your ronto wrap. And your mellow run juice. Mellow run juice. That Aaron loves. Or the the Tatooine Sunset, which is also yummy. And caffeinated. And caffeinated. Okay. In case you need it for the morning. (laughs) All right. So your Sunday morning started off great. Great. Tell us about more. Um, We had lunch at Cafe Orleans. Okay. And I always, always, always get the Monte Cristo. Mm -hmm. We did not get the Monte Cristo. We shared. We got the flat iron steak. Okay. Very good. You shared the flat iron Uh steak? Okay. Yeah. Because we kind of ate all the things. Okay. And... Wanted to save some room? Yes. And so it was delicious. Okay, good. And we got sat in the corner, and it was so fun because the, what is the band called that goes through there? The pirate band? The bootstrappers. Yeah, the bootstrappers were literally a foot behind me. Oh, I love it. So we were right on the fence. Mm Mm-hmm. The gate, the fence, mm-hmm. well, we, <laughs> the fence, and they were on the other side, mm-hmm. right behind, and playing all sorts of fun music while we sat there and ate. So it was great because we had live entertainment. That's so great. I, uh, sorry, little yeah. little side note here. I actually met someone the other day, and now I can't remember where I met them, but they have a friend that was a bootstrapper, and we really? chatted about the bootstrappers. One of my favorite memories is my little two-year-old that we were there for his birthday, and which one? Jack. Okay. And the bootstrappers saying happy birthday to him. And there was a big crowd of circle around my sweet little Jack in his stroller with the pirate band singing That's to him. So it's cute. an awesome memory. That's so Very cute. cute. Anyway. And they are awesome. Yes. We love them. We love So glad they're them. back. Yes. And yeah. we loved having them right there. Yes. And sweet guys. Very yes. kind. Very nice. Very talented. Mm-hmm. It was great. And then we just rode rides. We did get Genie Plus every day that we were there. And, you know... I hate Genie Plus. It's a vicious circle, right? Because you almost have to get it Uh to make your trip enjoyable. Uh So when you buy it, Disney thinks, oh, people like this. Uh (laughs) And then they're going to keep offering it. Uh We hate it. We just feel forced into it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly my sentiment. Mm -hmm. I don't love it. Right. But I feel like... In some iteration, it could be good. I agree. If they would go back to a Max Pass type system, yeah. it would feel a lot better and a lot more palatable. Yeah. As it is now, I feel like it just needs some tweaks, some big tweaks. I agree. I don't understand. Here's two things I don't understand. One is on topic. One is off topic. <laughs> uh, the one that's on topic. I don't understand why you can't use it twice for the same attraction. Right. And I will say this, too. We've talked about this before, that when rides break down, you get the multi-experience pass. Mm-hmm. We did not have a single ride breakdown while we were there. Oh. And so we ended up with zero multi-experience passes, mm-hmm. which means one time per ride each day right so which you know that's a silver lining right (laughs) is that nothing broke down while you were there but but also (laughs) multi-experience passes are nice to have are awesome and the other thing i don't understand which is totally off topic is why still can we not park hop until one o'clock yeah i I have a feeling that's something that will go away soon i would love to see that go away yeah i think that's probably in the works it's great 
I mean, it's fine. You can work around it. But like on our last day, we flew out at four o'clock, so mm-hmm. we needed to leave the the parks by two. Mm-hmm. And it would have been nice to be able to divide our time evenly between the two places yes. and do the last minute things we really wanted to do, and we couldn't. Yeah, I'm. I think most of the time it's fine. Like it's not a big right. pain to have to wait till one o'clock. But there are some times that I miss being able to hop whenever. Right, I do too. And then something related to that, and yeah. this may be something that's coming to Disneyland at Disney World. They have announced that they will no longer be pre-selling Genie Plus with Which tickets. I wonder why? I think they're going to be limiting it more <sighs> because people are complaining at Disney World. They're gone. They're in the yeah, morning. Yes. So. On their website, it has a little disclaimer that says you may be able to ride two to three rides with Genie Plus during the day, and people are not happy about that. And I don't blame them. So I I think they're going to be limiting sales to up the the customer experience. Well, and they have kind of a different situation, too, where at 7 a.m. you can go on and start reserving your your attractions, even though the parks don't open until 8 or 9. Right. We don't have that, thankfully. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's not working the way they have it. Yeah, I don't think so either. And they didn't have MaxPass before the way that Disneyland did. So this is kind of new to people. People are used to being able to reserve their Fast Passes months in advance Mm -hmm. and then go to the park. And so (laughs) it's not working as well on the East Coast as it is on the West Coast, even though it's not working that well on the West Coast. It's still working better on the West Coast than the East Coast. Dear Disney, (laughs) give us a call. Yes. We'll, we'll help you work through it. Yes. Because seriously, I just feel like the people who designed this aren't park goers. It seems that way, right? Right. And again... And usually they're pretty good about getting feedback, guest feedback. They send surveys nonstop right. to ask your opinion on things. Mostly I feel on like, the, like the drink dispensers. Or I guess that's true. <laughs> or in-park child care was one of the questions on the last survey that oh. I saw. Isn't that weird? It is weird, especially <laughs> when we have real problems with Genie Plus. <laughs> so take that with a grain of salt. I, I hate it. Like scale of one to ten one would not recommend <laughs> but also also it's it. really hard to do it right? without i mean you can do it without you're just not going to get on as many rides you're going to wait in line yeah a lot and if you don't want to and, and and it's a distinct difference it is and so especially those individual lightning lanes you basically walk right on you when do. you buy those individual i never lightning done that. knock on wood i've never <laughs> done that yet i've been able to not do that rope dropping rise was super helpful gotcha I still don't recommend it, but yeah. it worked. Okay. And then one of the things that we did that day is we rode on the Mark Twain. Fun. And we ended up sitting with one of the cast members that works on the Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. His name is Roberto. Okay. We gave him a card, too. He was hilarious because when I tried to give him one of our cards, he was like, oh, no, ma'am, I can't take that. And I said, please. And he's like, ma'am, I can't. And then I said, please take it. And he's like, oh, if you insist. So he did like, dang, three times. Right. <laughs> And actually, he made a big production out of it when I was like, oh, because I was telling him about uh-huh. the podcast. And he was like, oh, what's it called? And I said, here, I have a card I can give you. And he goes, ugh. And he kind of makes like these drop shoulders. He's like, ma'am, I cannot take that. Like super Big exaggerated. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. But he was super cool. He gave us some trivia while we were writing. I We've love had it. such great experiences on the Mark Twain. We love the Mark Twain. So do we. And yeah, so when you and I were there yeah. and Tiana was there and we got to sit and chat with Tiana, like uh-huh. what a magical experience yes. that was. So we highly recommend go ride the Mark Twain. I know that's something that you don't think to go do. Yes. It's not a thrill ride. It's a must. Go me. do it. Yep. It's very peaceful and exciting and 
nice and throwbacky because yes. you are riding around the American frontier, <laughs> listening to listening to Samuel Clemens or whoever. It is. Yes, whoever it's a ni- it is. with his nice little Southern drawl. Yes, it's very. I love it. I do too. Okay, so he gave us some trivia. Okay, so let's, let's give hear you some it. Trivia number one: What is Disneyland's address? I have no idea. You don't? No. I was super close. Is it on Disneyland Drive? No, it's on Harbor. Okay. Nothing. 1310 Harbor. Super close. 1313. <laughs> Do you know why it's 1313? No. 1313 South Harbor. Because, and this is what Roberto told us, so hmm. who knows if he's right or not. Uh-huh. Uh, because when Walt Disney purchased the property, it was actually five different properties that he purchased okay. to develop Disneyland on and combined them and made them into one large property. And the city of Anaheim said, okay, you need to choose an address because you've just combined five addresses into one. And so he chose 1313 because the 13th letter of the alphabet is M, and it was Mickey Mouse. Cute. M-M. So super cute. that was one piece. Number two was what is Disneyland structured after? Like, what's the idea of Disneyland? A, f- a fair, a carnival, a um, Griffith Park. Those were all answers <laughs> that I gave as well, and you're wrong. <laughs> Marceline, it, Missouri? No, well, that's Main Street, right? Um, he told us a movie theater. And oh. the way that it works, and this is what he explained to us, is when you come through the turnstile, you're entering the movie theater, and Main Street is paved with bricks. So that's your red red carpet. carpet. Yes. And as you walk down Main Street, if you pay attention to the windows, all of the windows have the names of cast members, past and present, who played a large role in developing Disneyland. Mm -hmm. So those are your opening credits. Okay. And then you get to the center, the hub area, and that is like the concession area where you choose your movie. And then you, and so at Disneyland, you're choosing whether you want fantasy or adventure or... Tomorrow. You You want to go tomorrow? (laughs) Retro. (laughs) Let's go to tomorrow. (laughs) Um, An Old West movie. And so you get to choose what movie you want to go to or what experience Hmm. you want to have. And then you head off into that particular theater and watch your movie yeah well that's cute i it sounds like very fan servicey but i would like to believe that that's right actually true that's it, cool. it sounds to me like it was convenient that something just popped up and then what was the third he gave me three it was a me- hard medium and easy and the f- easy one what i don't remember i can and i thought i had <laughs> you, written it down and i didn't did you get it right i think i did hmm but I don't remember what it was. That's okay. Sad. There's also some fun hidden Mickeys to find on the Mark Twain. There ride, are. And so I we won't give those up, away. But no. But keep your eyes peeled. Yes. I brought some of them up, and he was like, we passed them already. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy telling you about all this other stuff, and we passed them. That's small. Small yes. potatoes. Yes. Hidden Mickeys. Yes. <laughs> so then Monday was our big day. Monday was the day we had a lot of things planned. Mm-hmm. Again, I do not recommend this, but we started by rope dropping uh, Radiator Springs. But you tried a different pathway this time. So tell us about that. We follow, I follow on Instagram, and I think quite a few of you have started following him because we recommended him, Joey, at the Disney Wizard, which if you're a Joey fan, we've got a surprise coming up. Just saying. But he always rope drops. So everybody comes in down Buena Vista Street, and they line up on the opposite side of the fountain right there on Buena Vista Street to rope drop Radiator Springs Racers. And we got there, and there was a large crowd there. Mm -hmm. And we decided to follow Joey's lead. And if you take a right and you pass Soren, which there was like three people in line for Soren at this point. So we could have done that, but we decided not to. 
and went down through Grizzly Peak area and down to the Paradise Pier area. Which is where the Little Mermaid is. Correct. So here, yes. The rope is right mm-hmm. by the Little Mermaid. And so they rope drop that. You have access to all of Paradise Pier. But what we ended up doing is crossing the bridge, heading through the wharf, and cutting through that quiet back road into Radiator Springs, mm-hmm. and we were on that ride in 10 minutes. So did you not find that the line for Radiator Springs Racers was backed up in onto the street because through Radiator Springs? It was. Mm-hmm. It was filing in similar to what it would do for Rise of the Resistance, okay. but because we were coming the same direction, so once we hit like flows, that corner uh-huh. and it flows, we're going the same direction and we're not in the line yet. So oh, at that I point, see. we just zippered in. Got it. And we were not the only ones that did this. We were, There was a small group of people who did it with okay. us. I got the sense that some of them were regulars doing it this okay. way. Okay, interesting. And I will say that we probably were, we probably rope dropped that entire area with maybe 50 people. Okay. And so a lot of them went to... Incredicoaster, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Toy Story, exactly. right? And maybe ten or maybe a dozen of us headed to Radiator Springs. Okay, and yeah, we were able to zipper into the line and just get in that way. And it took us ten minutes to get on the ride. And tell us about your celebrity encounter on Radiator okay. Springs Racers that morning. This is like nerdy Disney stuff. Yes. Right? So, so. Okay. When we were at the hub, first things first, when we were at the hub and we were making our decisions on where we wanted to go, we passed him. And this guy's name is John Allen Hale. Mm-hmm. And he is... Hi, John. Hi, John, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, he is a Disney celebrity. He is somebody who has ridden Radiator Springs Racers over 13,000 times. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yes. So... I was telling my family about him. and All of them had the exact same reaction. Why? I know. And he Why would it. you do that? I know. <laughs> so we passed him by the fountain. And I said to Brandy, I was like, that's John Allen Hale. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> and so I told her as we were walking, I was like, he has ridden Radio Springs Racers. Like, I didn't know exactly, but yeah. it was like, like 12 or 13,000 times. And so when we were getting on the attraction, there's two of us, right? Mm-hmm. And there's three seats across a row. And so we knew that we'd have a single rider hopping on with us. And as we passed the single rider line, he's next in line. Oh and I was like, oh, he's going to ride with us. So we got to ride with John Allen Hale. Total fangirl moment. What What was the number? I think. I don't know. It was 13,000 something, though. 13,290, mm-hmm. maybe something like that. And we talked to him a little bit, and he has a job. He does something with horse racing. I think he works for a horse racing news channel. I could be getting that wrong if you're listening. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, And he has Mondays and Tuesdays off, and he heads to the parks. And his two rides are Radiator Springs and Guardians of the Galaxy. And he's done Guardians of the Galaxy. I think he's getting close to a 1,000 times on that one. And he keeps track. And he has a lanyard that he wears, and he pulls it out and keeps a tally of Mm -hmm. what he's done that day. And then he has a little notebook that he pulled out, and he marks down whether he won or lost. We lost. And he said that his his record for riding the most times in one day was 52 times in one day. Wow. And he just does a single rider loop. So he gets on, rides it, gets off, and... and Hops right back on. We watched him. We watched him get off, get out of the line. Doesn't wow. He doesn't care about the picture. Walks wow. right past it. Yeah. Gets out of the line, heads right back into the single rider. What a life. I know. Do you know... Did you ask him if he rode it on opening day? I didn't. Do you know? Okay. No. And then my other question is, has he had trouble getting reservations for his Mondays and Tuesdays? I don't know. Do and know? I thought about that yeah. because what's the most? Six at a time if mm-hmm. you have the dream. 
And so he's only going three weeks out. Right. But Mondays and Tuesdays maybe aren't as hard. I don't Although know. Although I've heard that weekdays are harder to get than weekends really? because of the blockout dates for... Um, the lower pass holders, the lower magic key. So I don't know. That's I thought what, of I that just, afterwards. Yeah. Those would be good questions to ask, I guess. We're pals on Instagram now. So okay. maybe I'll reach out and ask him yeah. those things because I thought of it afterwards, especially the reservations. Mm-hmm. I thought, I wonder if it's changed and it's been harder for him since. But anyway, cool guy. Totally cool to ride with him. What a fun encounter. So I know. fun. So there, there's your Disney celebrity for the day. <laughs> but yeah, if you're going to rope drop, if that's an important ride to you, that one I feel like we walked faster okay. to try to get into that line than we did for Rise of the Resistance. My shins were burning. Mm. And that one is one where we probably did like the crouch and run. Because speed walking. Yeah. yeah. Speed. Yes, yes. exactly. It was awesome because, like I said, we were on in 10 minutes, and that's usually a ride that has, what, a 90-minute wait? Yeah. And so that was great. And when we got off, the line was hella long. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. And then we did Storyteller's Brunch that day as well. Have you went, You've done that, but yes. it's been a while. It's been a while, yes. Before COVID? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. So here is my take on Storyteller's Brunch. Brunch was great. I would recommend doing brunch there as opposed to breakfast. Okay. Because they had maybe 10 menu items that you could order from your server that were included in the price, Mm -hmm. but they just were not out on the buffet. I feel like they do that at breakfast time, too, though. Oh, I've heard that they don't. Oh, maybe not anymore. But I'm pretty sure when we did our character breakfast, you could order a la carte from a really? menu. Yes. But that's been a while, like I said. So maybe that's and, something that they've and stopped. I c- and I could be wrong. Okay. Or it could be that they have limited things. But I think from what I understand, and our server made a comment like, since you're here for brunch, here's the menu. Okay. And so I don't no, know. No, I totally believe it. you. A couple of things that they had on the buffet line that were pretty tasty, chilaquiles, which Mm. were so good. Not Mm -hmm. as good as Lamplay Lounge. Okay. Um, A little spicy. Mm -hmm. So if you don't like spice... And those are on the on the buffet, they right? Are on yes, the buffet, mm-hmm. yes. I've had those before. There. Um, Eggs Benedict. They mm-hmm. have that on the buffet. It was good. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of Eggs Benedict, and it was not the best I've had, but it was good for a buffet. I'd sure. Say. Did um, they still have the cereal milk? Yes. <laughs> that does not appeal to me. You My know, kids liked it. It's okay. It's not cold. Yeah. Which right. Which. Was, is how it would be if you were drinking it out of your cereal bowl too, yeah. right? By the time you get to it, it's not cold. But yeah. I, that just—I'm not a milk drinker out of a cereal bowl no, kind of person. I am. So I am. You I are, don't mind and it. you still didn't no. enjoy it. It wasn't yeah, great. It's not my favorite. It's, they sit it on ice. Yeah. So I'm surprised it's not colder than it is. It's just not very huh. cold, and it's paper straw mm-hmm. in a plastic bag. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been sitting there weird. for a little bit. I tried it. <laughs> it's odd. Yeah. I didn't see any agua fresca, which they sh- usually have also, yeah. and they didn't have any. Hmm. I just saw the cereal milk, okay, um, and it was fine. Huh. I wouldn't get it again. And then as far as the a la carte things, what did we order? We ordered asparagus mm-hmm. with hollandaise and egg, and that was good. I okay. liked it. I would totally get it again. We ordered a crepe, and it was a savory crepe that had, like, vegetables inside of it with a beer cheese sauce on top. Okay. Would not get that again. Okay. That was probably my least favorite thing I ate. And is it, this is all included in yes. your brunch price, right? Correct. So you can order as much as you want to yes. off the a la carte menu. And it's kind of like bites. In okay. fact, when we ordered them, we just were going to share like those. Yes. Brunch tapas. And our server, Yoko, she was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, you know, it's very small. Do you want to order two? And we were like, no, thank you. We just want to try things. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to eat a ton. We split everything just okay. fine. So like the asparagus was, I think, two stalks of asparagus mm-hmm. broken in half. So you had four little halves. And then what else did we get? We got crab cakes. Okay. You wouldn't have those. No, I would not. That's okay. 
<laughs> but very crabby, very fishy. I'm okay. not a big fan. I like crab when it's mild. This wasn't super okay. mild crab. The man sitting at the table next to us was ordering them in bulk. Okay, so, so somebody enjoyed them. Yes, okay. so they are apparently very good. Yes. I didn't love them. Yes. Truffle fries, mm-hmm. maybe the best thing I ate the entire trip. I love truffle fries. They were so good. Awesome. They were so good. And the dipping sauce they came with mm-hmm. was so good. Like, I would go there just Were they a- comparable to the palm frites at Cafe Orleans? So you know how they've changed the palm frites to the yeah. thicker fry? It was a thicker fry like that. Different, but yes. Okay. Just as good. Okay. Better. I don't know. I miss the skinny fries. I do too. Oh. I liked the shoestring like shoe better. String. Yep. What else did we get? Beignet bites. Okay. And so those were more like a filled powdered don- or a sugar donut. Like a donut hole type. Uh-huh. Okay. With a raspberry. I think it was raspberry berry filling. And that sounds delightful. It was good. Those were good, and they were served warm. We did get two orders. Okay. Two orders of those. <laughs> There's no way. We were just going to have one. And then let me look really quickly because I want to talk about, like, the things. Because there were some things that I was just like, I would never eat this again. And then there were some things that I thought were really tasty. Hmm. So I'm, hold on. I'm getting my pictures. It's okay. Oh, an avocado toast. So there was an avocado toast with burrata and Ooh. a citrus microgreen. Mm-hmm. So, and then the sauce on it looked like a balsamic reduction, but okay. I think it might have been like a citrusy balsamic reduction. Interesting. It had a very strong citrus okay. hint. At first, I was like, oh, I, know, I think it was on sourdough bread, too. Anyway, I would totally get it again. Okay. It was good. It took me a second to get used to the taste, but I really, really liked it. How does it compare to the avocado toast at Lamplight Lounge? Well, that one has steak on it, so okay. of course that one's gonna win. <laughs> but I love burrata. I do too. So that's a it fun, wasn't a fun... very it wasn't a very creamy burrata. Oh, okay. It was just a small piece and there wasn't it like you didn't have that pop okay. when you cut into it mm-hmm. to have the okay. oozing burrata. Anyway, but it was fine. And then let's talk about this. I was I don't know how to say this without sounding really sad and negative. I'm a 43-year-old woman. I was really (laughs) disappointed in the characters. Okay. So when we very first walked in, we saw Mickey in one of the alcoves of the restaurant with somebody. Mm -hmm. That was the only time we saw him. We saw his back, and we were there for a good hour, and we never saw him again. Hmm. So, and it's a large restaurant. Mm -hmm. It's a good... So he may have just been slowly working his way around. Right. Which is awesome and that's great we didn't see him again same with Minnie we saw we passed by her she was visiting another table when we were being seated never saw her again okay we saw Dale twice okay and we saw Chip once Mm -hmm. and they were in our area oh and we saw Pluto once I was a little disappointed. I was wearing my Chippendale t-shirt. Okay. And I really would have liked... This sounds so stupid. I know. It I, doesn't. It, it, but it's fine. I'll say something. When you're done talking, I'll say something about this. I would have liked a picture with Chip and Dale together. Mm-hmm. And they were... Like, Dale was with us. Chip was maybe two tables over. Mm-hmm. And I said to Dale, I was like, I would love to get a picture with both of you. And they would not make it happen. Gotcha. He was like... he. He was funny about it. Like, he pointed to him and made stinky faces and, made, you know, like, you don't want him in the picture. You want me in the picture, you know, which is cute and fun. But also, it just would have been kind of a fun thing to have a picture mm-hmm. since I had that shirt on with both of them. And I know it sounds childish and I'm very sorry. <laughs> and I'm actually not really that into characters. Right. But when you pay that much money for something like that. For a character breakfast, right? right. I was super disappointed in mm-hmm. the characters. And the other thing, what was the other thing I wanted to say about the characters? There was something else. What were you going to say, though, about that? So... 
when you, for instance, for, for Mickey and Minnie, and like you said, you were two, you know, middle-aged women sitting mm-hmm. at a table eating brunch. And I think that sometimes the characters tend to migrate towards the tables with kids, mm-hmm. right? Even though you know, everybody paid the same price to be there, right. right? Like they should come to everyone. You can always ask your server to send a specific character over to your table. Okay. Although, again, it as a middle-aged mi- woman, you wouldn't be like, I would really like to see Mickey. Could you send Mickey right. over? Right. Like I, I understand how you were feeling a little bit odd right. about that. But just know as if you're there as a family and you feel like you haven't seen a character yet, you can totally ask them to bring them to your table and they will do that for you. Well, I know. It's a hard place to be in. It's weird. I always feel a little strange when we're there for a character meal As without adults. kids. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you shouldn't. Well, and my whole purpose for going is because I want to tell you guys about it. Exactly. If I would recommend it or not. And right. I would say we paid $51 a person. Mm-hmm. If you're going for characters, big no. Big hard pass for okay. me. It wasn't great. Um, and the food was mediocre. And so I can think of a different way to spend $50. Okay. Uh, and this is what I was going to say. We had a table that was near us that, um, and I'm just going to give this as a word of caution, don't be these people. <laughs> they, their kids were running up to the characters at other tables. Oh, boy. And, yeah, no. And not just running up and, and patiently waiting or anything like that, throwing themselves on the characters. And so, like, I have a picture where I was taking a picture with Pluto. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Pluto. Anyway, this kid came up, and he was doing it to every table, mm-hmm. not just us. But he threw himself on Pluto's arm, and it scared Pluto. And he was kind of like, what's happening? And they were trying to figure out what was happening with this kid. And there were no parents anywhere. Oh, like, they were sitting near us, but they weren't coming to get their child. Mm-hmm. They weren't coming to. And it's a little bit more structured than that. You know, you're they're going to come and the, and the table that this child was at, mm-hmm. they had spent a ton of time there. Right. And so when Chip and Dale were here, were in the area, they sat over there. They got down on their level. They gave them a really great experience. But, but it wasn't enough. Right. Right. And so. But that's hard because everybody needs a turn. Right. I understand, you know, your kids are excited to see the characters, but they also need to learn that, it's that everybody needs turn. a turn. Right. Yes. And these parents were just allowing them to go and disrupt mm. that same experience for other tables. Right. And that was a little bit frustrating. Again, I'm a 43-year-old woman, and so this kid coming and interrupting wasn't a huge deal to me, aside from I could tell that it was stressing out the character, mm-hmm. because this was not the first time it had happened. And I'm right. sure the character was probably like, go to your table, mm-hmm. we'll be there in a minute, you know? Um, what, did they have handlers nearby? They usually, did not. They usually do. Uh-uh. They usually have, you know, the cute. They have the cute little buttons with the right. hand on them that oh, say "Ask me about characters." Oh, and that's another thing. I didn't even think of that until just now because we got a button when we went to Plaza Inn for Minnie's breakfast. Yeah, usually they hand them out at the beginning, or you ask your server for them. We did not get a button, hmm. and so overall, I wouldn't recommend it. Okay, I didn't love it, which makes me sad because. I, I, I don't know what character meal I would recommend. <laughs> like I don't. For well, we price, haven't we haven't been to Goofy's since COVID. COVID, right. so we maybe need to try Goofy's and yeah. reevaluate. Because Minnie's wasn't great either. So I actually loved Minnie's more the second time I went with my sister last okay. month. Um, characters was, were hugging exactly. Again. Okay. Yes, and we they were plentiful. They were everywhere. They we got them at least three times each. At, the food at there though, was just like paste. <laughs> I actually, it wasn't so bad. Oh, good. Yeah, I actually enjoyed it this time. I stayed away from the biscuits and gravy oh, this time. Smart. And was I was happy with the <laughs> breakfast. So, I honestly, it's going to depend on, you know, time from time to time, 
that you go, it's going to be a different experience every right. time. It depends on who you're with, right? If your you've got kids with you, your expectations. But I feel like, you know, and for me, again, being with a friend, I paid $51 mm-hmm. plus a tip for my meal. Mm-hmm. If I had taken my family, that would have been a $300 meal. Exactly. And that was not That's a, a big $300 drop. meal. Mm-hmm. Nope. Totally and get I it. I actually also was, I, so I want to go to Goofy's mm-hmm. because I think Goofy's just has a better selection of stuff. This was a really small selection. Yeah, it is. It's at a Storytellers, yes, for sure. It's, I mean, you've got your Mickey waffles, you've got your pancakes, you've got two different kinds of eggs, like mm-hmm. a scrambled egg and then an egg white with mm-hmm. spinach, I think. And then bacon and sausage, chilaquiles some fruits, some pastries, and that's it. Yeah. And so it was just not a huge selection. I expected more, and I was kind of disappointed. Um, but I, the a la carte option is kind of nice right. as storytellers, which they don't have at Plaza Inn or right. Goofy's, I don't think. Um, I don't know. I don't, I've never been able to order a la carte at Goofy's. So. Yeah, and that is nice, and some of the things are fine. Some of them are not. That crepe. <laughs> it was very... <laughs> I like earthy taste. Like, uh-huh. I like vegetables, and I, I I like things like that, and I like savory, and it was just too earthy and Got too, it. I don't know. I didn't love it. Got it. Well, okay. Well, that's good to know about yeah. your experience. So, And then that night, I mean, we did rides throughout the day. Mm-hmm. That night, we did World of Color Dessert Party, mm-hmm. which I would recommend that. Um, we were freezing, so I'm going to tell oh, you, yes. we've talked about this before, layers. Layers. And, and get a locker if you have to. If you're not pushing a stroller around yes. during the day, grab a locker to Absolutely. put your layers in. We both were just freezing. Mm-hmm. And we were at one of the tall tables, so uh-huh. we were one of the farther back tables. And we got wet. We had missed the Interesting. Hit us. And I wonder if so the breeze was blowing just the right direction. It was breezy that day. We didn't get wet at ours. We got and we were right up front. A couple times. Hmm. And it, we were so cold. They I have bet. hot chocolate. Yes. It's an option for your yeah. drink, which we enjoyed. took advantage of. Yes. <laughs> um, I will say this also, and we, again, you're going to, anyone who's listening today is going to be like, Aaron. <laughs> what is wrong with Aaron you? Aaron is whiny. Super whiny. Um, <laughs> we had a family that sat in the table right in front of us. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the show started, dad put the kid on his shoulder and no. stood up. And when our server came, she just came to one time quickly ask us really quickly if we needed anything else. And yeah. I was like, can you ask him? to?" Because we already had a lamp in our, right. in our view. And they stood right next to the lamp. And so it was this big chunk of space that we weren't able to see. And again... This is a $90 experience, yeah. and I don't want to look at the back of a kid's head. No. It's, and that's why you pay for this. Exactly. And if they so, were going to do that, they needed to go to the standing room. Yes. And yeah. so she did. She went and asked him if he could please take the child down, and he did for a couple of minutes. And then he ended up getting up from the table, and it's on that tiered area. Mm-hmm. And he went down a couple of tiers okay. and did it there, and that was fine. He was more close to the normal okay. crowd and was not in our view. Okay. I don't think he was in anyone's view at that point. So again, if you're doing something like this, just be aware of your surroundings. Yes. Because I just, I, I want you guys to have a great experience, mm-hmm. but I also want to have fun. Exactly. And we all paid the same amount, so please don't mess with my view or whoever's view is behind you. Yes. We didn't finish our desserts. There's a lot. Yes. And you can get a to-go box. Which we did, and then we forgot it in the hotel. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Stupid. <laughs> Fantastic show. I still really, really, really love it. I love World of Color. I do, too. The Jack Sparrow part Mm -hmm. is my very favorite. Always has been. Mm -hmm. Always will be. It's just... Did that part make you feel warm inside and outside yes, because of the nice. fire? Yes. I knew the fire was coming. Yes, I was real it excited feels good. Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, super cold. Make sure you have your layers. And then we, on that day, also saw one of our followers found us. And so that was oh, really fun. cool. We got to meet Tommy. 
Hi, Tommy, if you're listening. He came and said hello to us mm-hmm. while we were in one of the gift shops. And it was kind of a weird moment for me, like having somebody walk past you and turn around and be like, are you Aaron? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yes. Cute. So that was really fun. And I was really glad to meet him. Gave him a pin. We're moving on up, guys. We are. semi Katie, Katie's going to be in the parks this weekend. I will. So when this episode drops, I will already be in the parks. Yes. So if you're following us on Instagram, pay attention because I'm going to be giving out something while yes. I'm there. So yes. watch for me. And if you see her, if you're there, we I think we have some people going this weekend. Mm-hmm. If they're there, go get a pin from her. Yep. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay. So watch We're pushing for me. an hour, so let's wrap this up. Okay. This is actually like the biggest part of the trip. So I, here, here we, we go. go. Okay. Drum roll. Drum roll. So Tuesday... <laughs> was our last day. We flew out at 4 o'clock. We left the park at 2. We had big plans. And those kind of got scrapped because we had a really, really, really cool experience. So... We got there. We got a quick, a quick, a genie plus for uh, Hyperspace Mountain, which was awesome. Went and rode Hyperspace Mountain. And then we went and did a couple of other things. And then we decided to try the banana beignets. Here's my report. And here's my report for you. I'm ready. Not bad. Okay. Good to know. Not super, super fake. I still prefer the regular beignets, mm-hmm. but they were totally worth trying. Okay. The dipping sauce is really good. Okay. Um, Remind not, me what the dipping is. It caramel? It's a vanilla anglaise. Okay. I don't know if it's so a, not caramel. Maybe caramel. Okay. I don't know. I can't okay. remember, but it's vanilla something. Maybe vanilla caramel. What color is it? White. Okay. We got the, there's a variety pack, so you can get three of one, three of the other. We did that. Nice. Uh, not super fake flavor. Almost like a banana pudding. Okay. Is what I okay. tasted. And I could I handle that. Yes. I wouldn't go seek that out, Correct. but I could eat it. Same. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm glad I tried it. Maybe you should try it while you're okay. there. Okay. Sounds good. And then while we were getting our beignets, I happened to look up at the train station and the train was just getting ready to pull out and noticed that the train had the lily bell on the back of it. And so explain what the lily bell is to anyone who doesn't know yet. Okay, so the lily bell is a boxcar Mm -hmm. that is not always out and it's not always connected to the train. When it is connected to the train, it is not a rideable car. So if you're going to get on the train, that's not a place that you can choose to be. Mm -hmm. It's just there for decoration. And it's an opening day uh, boxcar. And originally it was the Grand Canyon boxcar. And it was, I have some pictures actually that I could share, but it was the seats inside of it. There were seats along each side of the boxcar Mm -hmm. facing inward. And at some point they determined that that was not conducive, especially when you went through the diorama Mm -hmm. over between Tomorrowland, because the people whose backs were facing the diorama were trying to turn around and see it. The people on the opposite side of the aisle were trying to see past those people. Sure. So they decided to redo it. They decided that it would be a good idea to redo the boxcar in a red, white, and blue motif for the upcoming bicentennial of our country. And Lillian, who is Walt Disney's wife, said, no, I don't think we should do that. I think we should make it a little classy, a little elegant, and make it a place where we could host dignitaries when they come to the parks. And so Walt gave her the responsibility of redesigning the car, the Grand Canyon car. And she did it in a very Victorian style. So it's very deep reds, golds, rich woods throughout And one little fun fact about it, she used some of the original carpet that was in their apartment. So they have the apartment up above the train or the fire department. Mm -hmm. 
where the lamp is always on. And there was carpet in there that she had helped design when it was an originally installed with hidden Mickeys. And in the 70s, 60s, 70s, when they were bringing everything up to code and putting in sprinklers mm-hmm. for the fire mm-hmm. system, uh, there was a flood in the apartment and it damaged the carpet. And they had to take the carpet out and put new carpet down mm-hmm. in. And they didn't have any of this remaining carpet. Aww. So this is so this is in the Lily Bell, the same carpet. Uh-huh. She used remnants from the apartment. And it's the only original carpet from Walt's apartment that still exists. Amazing. Which is super cool. Yeah. So anyway, it's kind of a unique thing to see. Uh, they don't have it out when it's hot, which is often. Mm-hmm. They don't have it out when it's wet because the windows don't close mm-hmm. on it. And it's not air conditioned. And they want to preserve it because... It's yeah. very unique and it's very special. And once it was done being remodeled by Lillian, Walt named it the Lily Bell because that was one of his nicknames for mm-hmm. her. And so it's just this special thing that they used as their personal train car mm-hmm. to host people when they came to the parks. And so we were super excited to see it. And we were going to go ride Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, you know what? Let's go ride Haunted Mansion and then let's come back. Because, like I said, it was pulling out of the train station. And I thought by the time we get back, it'll probably be coming around again. And maybe we can ride the train and get close to it and mm-hmm. see it and see inside of it. And so we went and rode Haunted Mansion, got out, came back, and a train was pulling right into the station. So we were super excited, but it wasn't the one. Oh, shoot. And so there was nobody waiting for the train. We went up to the bench and the man Matt is his name uh, (laughs) opened the gate to let us get on the train and we both sat down on the bench and he kind of looked at us like what are you doing and I said we're going to wait for the next train and Mm -hmm. he said oh why and I said well I'd like to see the lily bell Mm -hmm. and I saw that it's out today and you know I'd really love to see it and he was like oh what do you know about the lily bell and he started just kind of chit chatting with us about it and we talked and he kind of went and did his job and then he came back over and talked to us a little more and then went and did some more of his job and right before the train pulled out he came over a third time and he just said hey what if i could get you on the lily bell today oh my goodness and i was just like oh that would be amazing i would have cried did you cry I'm kind of getting teary eyed right now i didn't i didn't because i was trying so hard to like I don't know. It's weird when you have something like that happen because you want to be in the moment and you want to absorb it all. But then you miss things and Mm -hmm. you don't react the way you think that you would. And so I told him that I would love that. Mm -hmm. And so he had us meet him at Main Street Station at 1030. So pretty much (laughs) poor Brandy. Thank you, Brandy, for being a good (laughs) friend, because we had some Genie Plus reservations. Uh We had ordered Mickey macarons. Uh We canceled everything. Like we went in the app and we canceled everything. And he told us, he said, you know, there's no guarantee. He said it's very hard to get people on the Lily Bell. Mm -hmm. And so it may or may not happen. And I said, that's fine. We're actually still just going to ride the train and, and get as close as we can to it to see it. Um, so we did that and got to Main Street at 1030 and he was able to get us on the Lily Bell and we Amazing. got to ride a full loop on the Lily Bell and he gave us a lot of the history of it. Brandy was amazing. She was the best Little clutch. sidekick yes. photographer. Yes, uh-huh. because I have video or I have voice recording. I voice recorded everything uh-huh. Matt told us uh-huh. and she got all the pictures while I was listening to him and it was just a really cool experience and it was, it's funny because afterwards I was thinking like, I didn't even take a moment because I was just so into what Matt was telling me about all the history. I didn't even take a moment to think to myself like, Walt and Lillian sat on this. Yeah. Like, I'm in a seat that their little bums have touched. <laughs> like, I, it was just, it was totally cool. My kids yeah. were so jealous. My husband was so like, this is a big deal. It it's is a big, a big deal. deal. And 
in fact, when we were getting ready to get on the train, another person came up and and stopped Matt Mm -hmm. and was like, I see the Lily Bells out today. Can I be on it? Mm -hmm. And Matt was like, I'm sorry, we don't let people on it. And so it's a big deal. And and I think from what I understand is, you know, if you ask, you're going to be told no. Mm -hmm. And it's something that they use as almost a magic moment. Yes, it's a pixie dust moment for sure. And you guys, this is part of why Aaron and I feel like Disneyland is the superior park to Disney World. Not because the rides are better, not because... You know, the weather's usually better in Southern California. But both of those things are true. Also true. But the biggest reason is you can just feel the presence of Walt Disney there. Yeah. And, he, you know, he had his his issues. He was human. He yes. had his problems. But he created this place that we love to go and just to be able to feel that history and that presence there is really special. And yeah. this is one of those moments that yep. that reminds you of that. So and I'm so glad you got to do it. Me too. And generations. Like, you know, we have people, and you probably have people who ask you this too, like, why Disney again? Yeah. You know, and, and it's because it's the one thing that you have, you know, two 43-year-olds, a 13-year-old, an 11-year-old, and an 8-year-old. And we all love it for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And we all love it for, it's just something that connects everybody Mm -hmm. and our parents went Mm -hmm. and our grandparents went Mm -hmm. and maybe not ours specifically (laughs) but I'm just saying like generations have gone and have had that same experience and that same feeling and and there is a first time experience for you every time you go right like you get to experience something for the first time every time and like you were saying you were so excited for these people that were going on Rise of the Resistance for the first time Yeah, even if it's not your first time it's somebody's first time and you can just feel that excitement in the air and yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't, I can't put it into any more words than that. I know. It's just and it's a, not, a fun place to be. We have an amusement park that's what, five hours from us, mm-hmm. Lagoon in Utah, if mm-hmm. you're a Utah listener. And I have people who are just like, why don't you just go to La- Lagoon? Is not the same. Amusement parks are right. not the same. Right. There's just something special about this place because it's so rich in history mm-hmm. and it's so just, it envelops you yes. in magic. Yes. And there's something for everyone. There you is. can be someone that doesn't like to ride roller coasters and you could still not do everything yep. that there is to offer at the resort. I so. did not ride the canoes. Oh boy. I know. Still oh, on the list. I did. Let me I I I have notes, <laughs> but I forget all the things. It's okay. Keep talking. Okay. Um, Guys, so, just we already said at the beginning of this episode it was going to be a long one, so yeah. hang in there. And I tried to take notes, but my notes weren't great. Sunday night I went to dinner with Lynn from the Sweeps. Oh, that's right. I forgot to mention that, and that was one of my highlights. So, if you're listening, Lynn, hi. Hi, Lynn. <laughs> so we met up with him for dinner. Uh-huh. Okay, this is actually a really funny story. I'm excited. You guys were over an hour. I'm sorry, but hopefully <laughs> we're good. You're okay with it. We won't do this every week. Um, we met up and we went to Rancho del Zocalo mm-hmm. for dinner, which I don't ever eat there. So it was kind of fun to go eat there. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, he made me go ride Casey Jr. Okay, which is a first time for Erin. She had lots of firsts. It was time. a first time mm-hmm. for me, and it's an opening day attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, cute. Yeah, it's you get to go see the storybook land buildings mm-hmm. while you're on Casey Jr. and you get to hear. We were in the very him. back row that is a backward facing row, oh. and so I kind of had to be turned around to gotcha. see things. But you weren't in a cage. I was not in a cage. The cages <laughs> went quickly. We didn't get That's a cage. So funny. Uh, but we wrote it. Uh, it was fine. It was cute. Yeah. It was. It was. Little kids love it. Take your little kids on it. Yes. It's not a must do, but. And also for an opening day attraction, it was cool. Like yeah. to think about it being there since 1955 yeah. was kind of cool. And, and if you're a fan of the movie Dumbo, like it's got some little, you know, hints at Dumbo. Yeah. Casey Jr. going up the hill and yes. saying his, I think I can, I think I can. So cute. 
And then after that, we went and rode Hyperspace Mountain, okay. the three of us together. And then when we were done with that, <laughs> we were, let's see, it was probably 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And the first parade, I believe, was at 8.30 that night. Okay. 8.45. Maybe 8.45, and it was 8.15. Mm-hmm. We were about a half an hour before the parade. And Lynn was like, well, what are you guys going to do? And I said, we're going to go find a spot for the parade. And he's like, good luck. People have been lining up for three hours, right. which is true. People mm-hmm. are there early trying to find their good seat. And so he said, well, where are you guys going to go? And I said, Main Street. And he's like, <laughs> he was like, okay, I'm coming with you. Cause I, have to, I have to see this. I have to see how you're going to find uh-huh. a spot on Main Street, you know, half an hour, 20 minutes before the parade <laughs> starts. And he's like, oh, poor little girls. <laughs> I know. I know. Sweet, naive girls. So we walked down Main Street and I had purpose. I was looking for my spot and it was me and Brandy. And he told us he had to go get a souvenir for his wife. Incidentally, his wife's name is Erin. Oh, it's a lovely name. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, he had to go get a souvenir for her. And so he was going to he was going to watch and see how we found a spot. And then he was going to go souvenir shopping during the parade. And so we needed a spot for two of us. And we walked down Main Street, and I just had my eyes, you know, I was kind of looking side to side, trying to find a good spot. And we got to the town square area, and I mean, just there was a perfect spot. The heavens opened, and it the was angels literally, sang. Like it was literally straight down from Main Street, like on the opposite side of town square, like the perfect place. Huh. The perfect place. And I looked at the gals that were sitting on the curb and I said, hey, is anybody in that area? And she says, nope, come on back. And she was someone who had been sitting there since five o'clock. Oh, wow. And she was like, I've been sitting here for three hours. She's like, I'm And no shocked. one ever came and sat nope. by her? She said, I'm shocked that you guys just walked up and got a spot. Wowzers. No so we had this fantastic spot for the parade. I live streamed it on our Instagram. Awesome. And then as soon as the parade was over, we moved into Main Street real quick to try to be in a good spot for the fireworks. And then fireworks were canceled because it was breezy that day. Which happens. Did they do Mickey's Mixed Magic instead? Okay. So that's still fun. Yeah. It's nice that they have that option now. In the past, they would cancel fireworks and everybody would just go wah, wah and go home. It's still kind of a wah, wah. Sure. But at least there's a little show to watch. So we headed into one of the shops and we did some shopping instead. And then one thing I really wanted to touch on I used a fuel rod this entire trip. I did I did take my anchor. Mm-hmm. It never left my hotel room. Okay. Let's talk about fuel rods. Okay. Have you ever used you said you've never used it for a trip? Have fuel you? rod? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh you have? Yeah. Oh I thought All you the said, time. Uh-uh. Oh. I thought you said that you hadn't no. taken the other one. Oh. No. I well. definitely take that with me. Okay. Usually my kids end up using it. Okay. So I have my other one with me too. Okay. So we kind of like switch back and forth. Okay. Uh, I only used it. Okay. It's great. It's awesome Mm -hmm. for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's just so small Mm -hmm. and it's so easy to hold it with my phone Mm -hmm. and it comes with the cord and the cord is only like six inches long. Right. So it's not like this big long cord you're trying to finagle out of your bag. Yes. Yes. Which I really liked that. I really liked being able to hold things in my hand Mm -hmm. easily. The exchanges are super easy. So easy Mm -hmm. and plentiful. They're, Mm -hmm. you know, and you can find that on the app. You can go into the app and you can search fuel rod and you can find where they are and grab one easily. My only complaint is I have an, I, uh, an iPhone 13 Pro, mm-hmm. and I need to call them, actually, because my battery <laughs> dies really quick. Yeah. But um, it only filled my battery about 50%. Okay. So, like, when I got down to that point where it was letting me know that I had less than 20%, mm-hmm. it would only fill me to about 50%. So, I felt like I was constantly trading them in. Okay. It was fine because it was easy to do. Right. But, but that's kind of a pain. Right. Yeah. Whereas my anchor will fill my entire phone three mm-hmm. times yep. before I have to do anything with it. And so, that was the only drawback, but it was easy to just trade it in and get a fresh one and plug it back in and have Perfect. it charge up the rest of the way. Do you put your phone in low battery mode while it's charging? I do not. Okay. Because that will help it charge 
faster. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. There I, you go. I know nothing. <laughs> Teach me your ways. I think that's it. I honestly, I'm sure there's a thousand more things I can of tell course. you. But those are things we'll share with you over the course of the podcast. Those we'll were the highlights. Those which are amazing. Sounded like a lot of highlights. Yes. And things I wanted to share with you guys. It so was a highlighty trip. It was awesome. And I'm ready to go back. I already told Katie that if her husband backs out this weekend, <laughs> that I'm happy to slap on a Duke t-shirt and eat a turkey leg. I'll go with her. <laughs> we can't go one episode without talking about turkey legs. <laughs> oh, all right, guys. Well, we have actually some big news oh, that yeah. we want to talk about. We're going to tell you today. The big surprise announcement is not a free trip. Sorry, guys. So if that's what you were expecting or hoping for, you're going to be sorely disappointed. I don't think so. I think you're still going to be excited. We're really excited about this. Our kids are doing a summer project, and they are going to be doing their own podcast. Yes. So we've had a lot of requests to have the kids back. This is the news we've been teasing for a couple of weeks. We've had a ton of requests to have them back. People like them more than they even like us. Which is not surprising, but our kids are pretty cool. They're going to do their own podcast this summer. So we have them slated for 10 episodes over the summer. They will be dropping, should we say this? Are we committing to this? I think so. Tuesdays or Wednesdays? Yes. Okay. Middle of the week. Yes. So one a week for the summertime. Yep. 10 weeks of awesome kid content and they are excited they have all their episodes planned out they are just super excited and we're really excited for this opportunity for them to do something that is not video games during the summer right yes (laughs) and to learn how to do something that's an awesome skill to have we're so excited and they're super excited yes and it's going to be just them but it's going to be on our feed right So, so just watch for that those will just be bonus episodes that we'll be dropping during the summer we're so excited anyway we hope you're excited too it's going to be great and actually i want to say this really quick too okay like we're clean right yes i think i said hella early (laughs) earlier but we we keep it pretty clean yes we do not have an e next to our podcast sometimes we would like to have an e next to our podcast maybe someday we'll have a another podcast that will have an e next to it yeah so if you're into that kind of thing but we're from idaho so e for us is like freaking son of a bishop (laughs) (laughs) anyways finish your thought but if you guys have kids who love to listen to podcasts Mm -hmm. this is going to be awesome for them yes because it's totally going to be from a kid perspective Mm -hmm. and it's going to be just the four kids that were on during spring break yes so just katie's jack and then my Asher, Kenley, and Lyndon. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be awesome for everybody. So we're super excited about Very it. I excited. just have to say that again. So be excited with us. Yeah. I know it's not a free trip. I know it's not a meetup. Someday. That'll come. That'll yes. come soon. Okay. Yes. I think that's it. So go follow us on Instagram at ropedrop.parkhop. Leave us a review and a rating. And subscribe. And subscribe. And, and, and share us for, with your friends. And get ready for the kids. And also, we're coming up on our year anniversary. Yes. So in June, we're going to be having some special guests on all month long. Yes. So we have people, get excited for that, too. Yes. We have people that we've invited to come on and celebrate with us mm-hmm. all month. And, and they're experts that you're going to love to hear from. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Good June's going to be a great month. Yes. The summer is going to be awesome. Whew. Buckle up. Yes. Buttercup. Here we go. Okay. All right. Thanks, thanks. for listening, guys. Oh, we thanks for sticking so with us. appreciate you. Sorry about the long episode today. Those of you that have been asking for a long episode, here it is. <laughs> it won't be this long next week. All right. Bye, guys. Have a great week. Bye.